This is exactly right. Forgive me for interrupting. I'm Bridger Weiniger, host of I Said No Gifts on Exactly Right. Each week, I invite my favorite people in comedy over to chat, and they always bring a gift. We're coming up on our 200th episode, and every episode is a gem. I have welcomed all kinds of great guests, including Cola Scola, Bowen Yang, Robbie Hoffman. It goes on and on and on. And you don't want to miss the 200th episode with the great Maria Bamford. What does she bring me? Find out April 25th. New episodes every Thursday. Follow I Said No Gifts wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Babs Gray, and yes, I'm bisexual. So you know what that means. I have a boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Brandy Posey, and if your freezer isn't chaotic, then you are a psychopath. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Tess Barker, and actually, I like getting targeted ads for mayonnaise, because it shows they still don't really know me. (laughs) (laughs) And this is Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. Welcome to the show, everybody. Wait, are you just getting mayonnaise ads? I get my Twitter feed. I get a lot of mayonnaise ads. I don't know if it's because they're misinterpreting my hate for mayonnaise. Like they got the signal twisted a little bit. You guys don't get a lot of mayonnaise ads? No, never in my life. What the fuck? Like like Hellman's or just like the. Uh You're just getting promoted Uh tweets. Promoted tweets. Weird. Whoa. Mm -hmm. No, no, someone, someone at at the uh, at big algorithm is trolling you. I think. I which, guess. It, <laughs> Maybe yeah, it's a listener. Yeah. Maybe someone's just like, I'm just gonna fuck with Tess and put her in this. <sighs> fucking yeah. Of my life. I, I've never. Mm-mm. Weird. I've never gotten a condiment, and I love a condiment. See, I, love, I wish I could. I wish I could gift you my mayonnaise tweets. If any condiments are listening, <laughs> I would love a promo code for a salsa or a hot sauce, please. Mm. If you're out, if Ooh, you're out there, yeah. hey, Tapatio man, get at me. You know what I mean? I love Tapatio. <laughs> mm. Do you think Tapatio man writes his own tweets? I hope so. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Dictated, he does. not read. Or he writes yeah. his yeah. tweets on the guitar. Yes, mm-hmm. he's got little ditties. Mm-hmm. We all know that Tapatio man and Cholula lady are in a. Love Trist, right? I was going to ask, are you Tapatio above Cholula? Uh, for different occasions. Okay. Yeah. I think a t- Tapatio has more of a garlicky flavor. Uh, so I think I prefer a Tapatio with like an egg. Mm-hmm. Um, same. But I like, I like a Cholula on like uh, on my tacos, I think. More. Exact same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need to have I don't that. think I, I guess I haven't had them each enough to like differentiate. I'll just take either one, you know. Mm. I like a Valentina too. Oh, I don't know Valentina. Valentina. Ooh, Valentina's good. Mm. It's it's like it's in a Tapatio family, but a little bit more garlicky. Okay. Oh, I probably really like that. Yeah, it's real, real tasty. Mm. Mm. Big, 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 big fan. We got a spicy episode for everybody do. today, too. This is a fun How's episode. Um, you mm. know it's spicy because you may hear um Garth, my good dog, uh snoring in the background. So it's we're hot and bothered, so sorry about that. <laughs> Absolutely. Jack is, might you might have heard him running once or twice. I have a spray bottle I've sprayed him with twice during this episode, oh. but you might not be able Get to tell because I'm a pro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I love that I have to keep this on my fucking desk for podcasting. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, we've got a really fun guest this week. She's a hilarious comic who we've all known for a while, so we're really excited to have her on. And she had her first album just come out, so go pick it up. It's called Beach Trash. She is super funny, and it's honestly very great when you actually go out and purchase someone's album and yes, support them. It means a lot when you directly do that, especially female comics. So go support her. Grab her album, Beach Trash. You can get it online anywhere. Or you can get it at her website, ValerieTossi.com. And surprise, her name is Valerie Tossi. And her last name is spelled T-O-S-I. Tossi. Hell yeah. Hello. Good morning. Happy <clears throat> day after Valentine's Day. I hope everyone got laid last night. <laughs> hi valerie how are you hey i'm good how are you that was a, such a sensual tone the way you said that you know i know just i'm practicing the- my i mean it's 10 a.m but i feel i'm feeling very sleepy this morning so i'm practicing my like sensual morning dj is that a is that a yeah. is that yeah. a genre you know it should be it definitely it's- should be Sensual morning, DJ. <laughs> ow, ow, baby. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, God, my skin just crawled when you did that. <laughs> I want to so, lick your thighs. Yeah, he's great. Wait, okay, I might get lambasted for saying this, but dare I say the closest thing we have is Ryan Seacrest? I that we have in LA. Yes, I don't. I don't know the morning DJ oeuvre well enough to say if that is yes or no, but that feels right as far as I do know. He just kind of has Kendall vibes. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it feels yeah. like the least sexy version of anything that I could possibly think of. Yes, our our morning DJ growing up was a guy named Steve Rouse from Rouse and Company WQSR one hundred five point seven Baltimore, and um, I remember meeting him at a Petco. Because uh, he opened a Petco <laughs> when I was a child, and I was a little Dude. bit starstruck. He was my first celebrity I think I ever met. I was like, "What a cool what's... level of fame opening yeah. up Petcos!" Yeah, I was like, "That's what Steve Rouse looks like." Weird. <laughs> <laughs> my first. They, celebrity. they never look like what you think they're gonna look like. No, uh, yeah. uh-uh. he was wearing a Hawaiian shirt, and that was the okay. moment that I was like, "Oh, okay, this guy does wear a Hawaiian soul shirt patch or no goatee." Uh, <laughs> no, it was kind of like um, you know how like. George Carlin has like the hair with like the full beard and everything, but like a wild version of that okay. is what is what Steve Rouse looked like back in the day. The uh, the first celebrity I ever met was a celebrity who was from our hometown, and he would come back every year to host the talent show at like the Yankee Homecoming like summer festival thing that they did in Newburyport. Mm-hmm. And our uh, our home our claim to fame for hometown was Tom Bergeron. Do you remember who that is? Oh, oh yeah. No. Do yeah. you remember who that is? Wait, who is that? I mean, he America's Funniest Ho- Home Videos. And- he hosted Hollywood oh. Squares. Yeah. Okay. Right. Was he after Bob Saget? Or before? Yes. yes. After. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He, I think he might still. I don't know. And he okay. also hosted Dancing with the Stars, didn't okay. he? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, excuse me then. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, uh, he's a pro. I'm, I'm a fan of Bergeron. Yeah. I've, so, heard, yeah. I've heard him on podcasts before. He's smooth. He's, he's uh, very that's, smooth. That's, I, he would host the fuck out of a talent show. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my God. And I was like me and three of my dude friends from choir. And we were doing like an acapella version of uh, yes, a Billy were. Joel song. Yes. And we were doing the longest time. And it was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, this lady, she gets it. Like, <laughs> God. That's amazing. Wow. So did so, you do a lot of acapella stuff as a child? Yeah, I was I was a big uh, musical theater and band dork. So I, yes. I did like pretty much I looked through my old yearbook and it's like it's like every after school activity I was in because I was like, please don't make me go home. 
(laughs) (laughs) That's a good classic version of it. Yeah, it's either like I went home and watched TV or I did all this stuff so I could avoid being home at Mm -hmm. all costs. (laughs) Like literally, I was like, oh, God, I can't. I can't handle it. (laughs) I feel like somehow I found time to do both and then just didn't sleep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I think about how much shit I used to do as a kid and I can't like I'm tired when I need to send an email now. I like no, I don't. You have so I, I think about the time I had for like to be a fan of things like for my obsessions and I'm like where did I get that energy? <laughs> it's so weird that I was like let me read a book about this new kid on the block and find out his favorite ice cream or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Our little like kid brains were just sponges and picked up everything too. Yeah. I'm glad I've spent my time on that. It was important. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's so much like open real estate too. Like you didn't have to learn really about current events yet. You know, yeah. um, certainly. What's a, what's a less fact everybody has learned? In the real life fact? as an adult? Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Yeah. The last fact um, that you learned. I mean, I watched. <laughs> this oh, man. is the worst thing I'm ever going to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I can't wait. <laughs> well, no, I just. The fact that I didn't know this till now is what's bad. <laughs> I just watched Chernobyl. Oh no! Okay. Oh, no. okay. <laughs> Where's this going? And honestly, I don't know if I can repeat any facts from it, but I don't think I quite understood how everything went down and how it was a big cover up and all this stuff. Right. Oh, so yeah. I didn't know. I, I I guess I don't know if I could come up to someone and like say a fact in a sentence in the correct way. <laughs> but um, there you go. There's my education laid out for everyone. Chernobyl happened. Chernobyl <laughs> happened. Exactly. I wasn't quite paying attention at the time, we'll say. I yeah, recently yeah. learned that in Europe, when somebody plays in a Philharmonic Orchestra, no matter where you're playing, it's like a really high paying job. But in the mm-hmm. United States, there's like a huge disparity between people who play for places like the LA Phil and the New York Phil and people who play for like, you know, the Albuquerque Philharmonic. Mm. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah. Huh. So basically, we're just shitty to artists. In so we're like, yeah. 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 That's for sure a fact. That's absolutely a fact. Do they yeah. do it like an NBA draft? Is it like you get your top <laughs> harmonic pick and then. Uh, t- in the US? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it is like the draft. Maybe it's like the draft with the combine where we make them do little stunts. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Speaking of Philharmonic, this is a very LA specific thing I'm going to mention, but the murals downtown of that one iteration of the LA Philharmonic, are those really scary to anyone else? <laughs> I mean, we it's just... downtown, so there's a lot of scary shit around there. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. I mean, we should describe them. They're like, it, basically, if you're coming from... The ten, uh, the 10 into downtown, like from the beach or whatever, from the west side of L.A., there's these gigantic murals with the faces of oh, people yeah. who are in the That's Philharmonic, it. like, and they've been there for a long time, so I don't, I doubt that, I don't know if they're all still in it or what, but they're, ve- they're very, pre- they really catch your eye every single time. Yeah, they're, yeah. like, huge, and I think what makes them unsettling to me is, like, where their eye line is. It's, like, out mm-hmm. looking off to the horizon, kind of above you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking this up for reference because I don't remember that. Oh, God. You'll know. You'll know it when you see it. Yeah. Oh, my there's, God. Why? There's too many of them. They're way too tall. They're like titans. They're titans. Yes. Yeah. 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 There's like a. Yeah. It's a, a little bit like they're, they've taken over. They're about to crush the buildings 
beneath their mm-hmm. feet. <laughs> it looks like they they finally got revenge on like all the kids that made fun of them in high school. Like it looks like <laughs> yeah, it's the ultimate yeah. revenge of the band nerds, I guess, because it's very yeah. intimidating. Oh yeah, it's like and it's like one of the the one of the leaders is like an oboe player, and that's not right. That's not how that goes. <laughs> no one's putting an oboe in charge. Let's be real. Hey, no, let's, I don't know. You, <laughs> you be careful. The oboe community is strong. We'll come. You know what's not so. strong? Their reads. Okay, oh, they're breaking constantly. Did you just read oboe players? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. This is the worst conversation we've ever had. Oh my god! I'm happy to be a part of it. Frankly, no, okay. Wait, it. we didn't get the other facts. Brandy and Valerie, what are your the last facts you learned? So we've got Chernobyl, and we've got the Philharmonic pay disparity. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. um, I, I I learned that uh, the smallest owl in the world actually exists here in America in uh, like in like Arizona, Southwest America or Southwest United States, and it's called the Elf Owl. <gasps> And it is as big as our thumbs. <gasps> oh, it's an cute. owl the size of our thumb. That's a cute owl. It's really cute. <laughs> I mean, owls are already pretty cute. So that's I know. Just really I need to Google this. It. I'm sorry. I need to see a picture. Yeah. No, check out the elf owl. They're very, very cute. I um, we went to uh, the Magic Castle for Valentine's last night because I was like, let's do like a big, yeah, weird thing. And there was a woman in the basement uh, that had brought a bunch of owls and was like, show, it was like doing like a presentation on owls. So it was like magic. And then we, we just met a bunch of large owls. And then one tiny one. You got to meet oh one? Oh my God. Mm-hmm. <gasps> wow. It was, so, it was so cute and so small and just like as lo- as big as a finger, basically. I just, it really, it, it was very exciting. That's lovely. <laughs> I feel yeah. like Harry Potter really missed the opportunity to highlight the elf owl. They did. Yeah, right? yeah that could have been a breakout character. <laughs> <laughs> they had it right there. They had elves. They had elves. Mm-hmm. That could have been its moment because, I mean, I feel like, you know, animals do kind of go in trends. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. people, you know, Corgi was really trendy, French bulldogs. So, like, mm-hmm. elf owl needs its moment. Yeah. <laughs> Is this the year of the elf owl? That's it, what I need it to know. Could, it might it be. It could be. We're putting it out there. We're calling it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, my fact is this is something I learned uh, probably within the last year, and I had no idea, and I can't believe I didn't know this before, but I find it fascinating. I'm a pinball nerd. Uh, mm. I'm on a pinball team, and oh, one of wow. the things that I Ooh. I know can I could I be any more dorky? Like listen to all <laughs> the things that I've told you that I'm interested in. Um, so. Uh, pinball was actually illegal in the United States for over 30 years. Really? Mm-hmm. Which what 30 years? What, yeah. what 30 years? Yeah. So, like it, it started, uh, when did it start? It, they, they overturned it in the seventies. So I don't know the exact year that it's, that it stopped, uh, so or like started. World War II until like Manson basically they, they, <laughs> was illegal. Wait a minute. Okay. So they overturned it in the seventies and was there like a landmark pinball case? So this is okay. So kind of. So they're actually making a movie about the guy that got it overturned. That I think it's coming out within the next like few months. Ooh, um, I hope it's like a real like twelve angry men situation. <laughs> well, I mean, you probably have more than twelve if they're going to be pissed about you taking a video game away from them. Uh, <laughs> but so um, yeah, it's crazy because it based the reason why it was illegal was because. When they first came out, the reason it's called pinballs because there was like tiny little pins at the top and the ball mm-hmm. would roll down almost like Plinko and it was more of a game of um, chance. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, a lot of kids were throwing in money playing these games and they were – and you know how 
uptight everybody was back in the day. Gambling. And they're, yeah. yeah, they're like, kids are gambling. And so mm. they banned them. Like, they were literally, LaGuardia was burning them in New York. Like, straight up burning them. Crazy. Come on. I know. But they were still, we were still the biggest manufacturer of pinball tables because the hubs were all in Chicago. It mm-hmm. was like Stern and Gottlieb and Bally and all those companies. And so mm-hmm. they were still making them and exporting them overseas. But we didn't have any here for over 30 years. And then they finally changed it because they rebranded it as a game of skill instead of a game of chance. And so then oh. it wasn't considered gambling anymore. Oh, and had they drastically altered the tables at that time where it had become mm-hmm. more of a game? Because it's definitely a game of skill now. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like that's when they added like the flippers and all that. You stuff. actually yeah. had control yeah. over what was happening. Yeah. No, okay. Wow. This is actually crazy because as a kid, my brother, I think, had one of those original. It was called the Kino machine, I think. My brother is really <laughs> into machines. So like he always just had a. <laughs> Like, and literally, gambling. the doorbell yeah. would ring at my house, and I would open, and gambling, my do- the doorbell would open at my house, and, like, the UPS guy would have, like, an industrial Coke machine, and I would just be like, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, he had those, where, it, yeah, those those were cool, where you would, like, drop the ball in, and it was kind of like pinball, where it's kind of fun to watch it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that those were, like, an early iteration of pinball. I also love pinball, but you're, love I'm it. sure, oh, way great. better at it than me. Have you been to this bar here um, in Eagle Rock? The, There's I, a new one that just yeah, new pinball bar that just opened, right? Okay, I I just if it's what I'm thinking of, I think I drove by it the other day, but we ended up going to a different spot because I I went to the uh, Marionette Theater, Bob Baker, the other day uh-huh. in mm-hmm. Highland. I always get Highland Park and and, Highland Park. and yeah, okay, just kidding. So Same no, diff. maybe not. That's <laughs> pretty close. Cool. It's, it's northeast. I haven't what been to point? Bob Baker yet. How is it? <laughs> it's fucking amazing. It was my first time ever going. And it's really fun to go. It's like the only time I ever want to be at a live event where there's kids on purpose. Like, because it's, <laughs> it's like so cute to watch them react to like lose their mind at these puppets. And it was really fun. It was really Is it fun. not like terrifying? It looks creepy. Oh, it's for sure creepy. But it's like, <laughs> that's kind of why I went. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You want a little bit of haunted with oh, your marionettes. It just it, feels that way. Is it still in the original space? It's like, they're in a new space now. Okay. They had to I I don't know what happened but if it was I think it was a little before the pandemic but they moved to this new theater that's um I think it's on York and yeah. in uh Highland Park and it's so cool. It's this old theater that it's 98 years old oh, and whoa. it's really rad and all the all the marionettes are um are vintage <gasps> and like it's it's so awesome and like after at the end they like announce as a surprise like we have ice cream for everyone and like the Aww. kids just like erupted and lost their <laughs> shit it was so that's awesome amazing wow wouldn't that be that's all we need for like a comedy show if you could just like announce that and everyone forgets Anything. All the times you d- our joke didn't land. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what better way to cover a bomb than with ice cream? Ice cream for everyone. <laughs> yeah, Bob Baker used to be at this like in- interesting intersection, kind of like right before you hit downtown. It was like under like an overpass sort of. And it was a really cool place. I'd never gone, but I'd driven by it so many times. But I feel like they're in a better place now for people to go because it was kind of like a weird, you know, like it's no way man's easier land area. Now, it's not I by think. anything. Yeah. 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 That always maybe I have never been either and I've always wanted to go, but the it's old location always kind of to me added even more to it's like island of misfit toys feel because yes. it was like what is this mm. weird children's marionette island in the middle of this <laughs> neighborhood that doesn't make sense yeah okay yeah, i do have a question freeways. not to be a dick but do you think they have shows where no, there's no kids 
Um, I don't think so because <laughs> okay. it's, but that's very funny that you asked that. Uh, no, I think it's it, because it's pretty much all like what I would say is that there's two show times. There's, there's like an earlier one and one that's slightly later. The slightly later one is what we went to is at four thirty, and um, it's like split. It's like half hipsters and half people with kids. Okay, and it's like, but the kids they're it, they don't they actually enhance it rather than like making it like, oh, this sucks, like they won't shut up or whatever. Like they're actually really well behaved and they're so into it that it's actually – That's fun. That's yeah, very right. cute. I yeah. more just like, yeah, wouldn't want to be like the a la carte adult there without a child, like the person without a dog at the dog park, you know? Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> but there's a, there's a very fair amount of, of people that don't have kids there. Cool. And it's like – yeah, you don't you don't feel super weird. It's uh goddamn, they are so fucking cute. Oh my god, Have how fun. Marionettes ever been illegal? That would be oh. I would I mean they should be. Have you yeah. seen them? <laughs> They're terrifying. I took a I took a clown class with a guy who I ended up being a puppeteer there or something and I like kind of had a crush on him and thought he was hot and then I was like, "Oh, I feel like a puppeteer like fuckboy has to be a very specific <laughs> Oh, a thousand percent. <laughs> oh, for sure. I mean, just the name, Puppeteer Fuckboy. You're, you're, the name, is it, it describes exactly what it is. Yeah, you know what's going on. <laughs> He's pulling yeah. your strings, that's for sure. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if you're going to make a Finsta, that needs to be your handle. It's just Puppeteer Fuckboy. <laughs> <laughs> and then you ghost him and you're like, I am the puppeteer now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Who's in control now? now bitch (laughs) (laughs) valerie i know you you just released uh your first album congrats thank you so have you been doing you've been doing like promotions and stuff have you had to do any like weird have you had to do any morning dj stuff or like any like weird promotion i i I love that you're like we have to talk more about morning djs um (laughs) i was curious because i remember when i was I, I was pro- like I was promoting my album last year, and mm. I think I got one like interview aside from podcasts of people I already knew, and it was mm. just some guy who like did not know who I was. It was like a really funny. I'd never been in that position before. It was like I felt like I was just thrust into this like yeah. random thing of this guy who had no clue what was going on. <laughs> I know, and like, and sometimes too, because I've done a bunch. Like I've done a bunch of podcasts, and I've done like a decent amount of um, interview stuff. Not with morning radio, but there is sometimes where I'm just like, why are you asking me this question? (laughs) Or like, or you'll get like a lot of the same questions and then you're like all these in your head, you're like, oh God, all these interviews are going to sound the same or like whatever. So I always appreciate it when people kind of personalize a little bit more or they're like, they allow it to just be a conversation rather than it be like next question and then kind of like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But Yeah. So what is it like to be a woman in comedy? Uh, <laughs> That's why oh we God, brought you here today, Valerie. Oh my God! <laughs> who are you? That I just remembering oh, that course. guy who asked me that. Of course, of course, your female comic yeah. has been asked of you a million times. <laughs> He's yeah. like, who are your favorite like now? Who are your favorites? Yeah, <sighs> yep, yeah. Who's yeah, your yeah. favorite female comedian? I'm like, <laughs> um, and, yeah, so. and every time someone is like, "Who's your favorite comic?" I'm like, "You don't know who they are." No, you probably yeah, like, don't. I know. There's someone I see. Doing the doing it in LA, I guarantee you, you probably don't yeah. know who they are if oh I say that. Take name. out your phone and write it down. You should know them, but <laughs> yeah, and if, <laughs> they probably will be famous. But like, yeah, but at this point, out no. of the five comics you can pull out of your head right yeah. now, they're and, not one and, of them. And I hate to inform you, it's it's not uh, Dane Cook. 
Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite things to do is like when I go like when I was just home and I was driving around with my brother and we uh, we were driving to go to the Hard Rock Casino because we're dirt and so we were driving. The Hard Rock from, Casino is amazing. It's crazy. I'd never been. So we went from Sarasota to up there in Tampa. It was like an hour and fifteen minutes. And so he's like, "Can we listen to some comedy on the way?" And I was like, "Sure." And I was like, uh, I'll pick some stuff out. And uh, I'm sorry, but no men. And I only would play women the <laughs> yeah, entire way up yes. and then the entire way down. And he's like, oh, she's really funny. I've never heard of her. I was like, I know. That's why I'm playing them. Yeah. Because yeah. That's I was great. Like, I'm not, yep. I do that all the time. Whenever anybody asks me my favorite comedians, I almost never say dudes because I'm like, oh, dude, they don't need any more press. No, they don't need it. And like, I, I don't even, I'm not even trying to do this, but anytime anyone asks me for any recommendation for anything, anyone, I almost exclusively always only recommend women for anything. <laughs> yep. Maybe I am trying to do that, actually. <laughs> I did an interview a couple weeks ago and this guy asked me well, he, he's like a, a a comic from like the, the Midwest that's like an older guy that's doing these like interviews and he was oh, like oh I did it too please continue oh, oh, I can't so wait you know who I'm talking about uh, yeah. and, and he was talking about how like it's good that clubs are being more diverse but he's like well yeah but now clubs are only you know only like half the spots are going to like straight men and you know I mean it's, it's the top tier and that's great but what about all these old road dogs that, you know, aren't getting those spots anymore? And I went, oh, I don't care about them. <laughs> you said that? <laughs> yeah, I said that. That's <laughs> so funny. And then he stopped and I was like, he was like, but, and I was like, oh, do they care about me? And he said, uh, and I was like, oh, they don't care about me, so I don't care about them. What's your next question? And, um... I, like, are you really think that's who I'm worried about? Yeah, I'm yeah. totally and fine with that. Post, yeah. When he posted my uh, my interview, he goes, "She's got a lot of opinions." That's so funny. Oh my god, it's really it was funny to fun. interview someone and not expect opinions. Also, yeah, I know. It was very fun. I was just like, "Oh no, I don't care. I don't care." Did they ever? Do they even know who I am? Yeah. Then why would they get my time? You know. <laughs> Oh my Sorry. god. That's so funny. It's like, oh, were they probably rude to me at one point or another when I was in their city? Uh yeah, yeah. I'm all good. Did they yeah. assume that I was the feature's girlfriend? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um <laughs> uh, Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right. Total blast. We have to uh we have to privately say some names to each other. We'll be back in a second. <laughs> <laughs> also, Babs, I know that people listening cannot see this, but I am crying at your microphone right now because you look like you're hosting The Price is Right, and I'm here for it. <laughs> do, 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 do. It's, yeah, it's my, tra- it's like the um, travel mic, so it's very thin. Mm-hmm. It's very slim mic. Yeah. Ooh, it's real nice. Real nice. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome back to Lady to Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Babs. I'm Tess. I'm Valerie. Yay. Yay. Nailed it. And uh, we're going to do a game. We realized we don't have a theme song for this one. So we know that obviously Valerie has a lot of acapella experience. Please kill me. The gauntlet (laughs) has been thrown. I think we're just going to do a really quick and bad one. So the game's called This or That. So um, here we go. Well, we need to. Should this be in 4 4 or 6 8? Or like, what are we thinking? um, um we, I don't have a count. I, I think we're just gonna okay. go. That's gonna make it okay. worse to okay. do whatever okay. you're trying to do. Okay. okay. <laughs> just go. This, it's this, 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 or this, that. This, 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 this
or this or that or that this 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 or that that I wrote that that Valerie's just not well I think we nailed it this or that that okay boom crushed it yeah I wanted no yeah I'm no part of that. <laughs> it, it's just um, that's better than some of ours. So I think fun. no, I think we, it was a nice workshop. I feel great about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If there's any, yeah, anybody, any music producers in the in the listening audience who want to remix that, yeah. <laughs> hey, Lin Manuel Miranda, we could sure use. <laughs> can can this be a we don't talk about Bruno Volume Two? That'd be great. Yes, please. <laughs> um. Okay. So. You get. We're just gonna ask you dumb questions, and you get to choose which one you prefer. Can't wait. Out of this or that. Okay. Do you pr- would you pick integrity or money? Because <laughs> <laughs> you can't have uh, both, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! I mean, my heart says uh, integrity, but uh, my my uh, landlord says money. So. <laughs> True that. I've been trying to pay mine in integrity for a long time, and he won't accept it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely not. And it's so yeah. inflated these days, too. Like, <laughs> very true. Yeah. It doesn't no, take exactly. you as far. Yeah, does anyone actually ever get to choose integrity? Really? Anyone? No. You can choose we that. And that means you choose specifically no money. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, or a lot or less, I think yeah. also you're at the point where you have enough money that you can maybe have the choice to choose it. Yes. You know what I mean? We're like, well, I'm fine. I can choose that now because I have enough. Yeah. So I guess that's both. So never mind. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's fucking hard, though, because it's like we also know a lot of people that have a lot of money that are deeply unhappy. And I would say it's yeah. because they have no integrity. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it doesn't necessarily mean happiness, too. Mm-hmm. No, but I also find, too, that people just have no, like... If all they do is work and they don't do anything for themselves, they're mm-hmm. so deeply unhappy. And it's like you got to find something that you do just for you. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. I've been working with this like trainer and she every – we do these check-ins every week and she's always like, what did you do for self-care this week? And I'm like, mm-hmm. hmm? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I like that your trainer is asking you that. That's cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. We're, it's a very like holistic approach to everything. You know, mm-hmm. it's just trying mm-hmm. to be like – yeah, it's yeah. It's trying to like rewire my brain, basically, just how I think about certain things. So, yeah. And I mean, and it's not like I don't. I do f- fun stuff for my. And I do do self care, but I don't like do it with intention enough. Or like I just work so much, and then I'm like, oh, like you need to like make sure you're actually taking care of yourself. And I'm not good at that, you know. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Have you guys ever felt like you just don't even have it in you to go get your pedicure? Like you, it's like you have like two weeks where you're like, I should go. I just can't even sit there and get a pedicure. Like I don't even have it. I mean, I wouldn't know what that's like because I have nubs for hands. So. Yeah, yeah I, get, I get shamed. I get shamed every time I get my nails done. So I don't. Yeah, Manny or Petty, I'm like not. That's I'm why not you get fake ones like these. Oh, those are beautiful. I, 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 Thank I, you. I cut my face if I get fake ones. <laughs> I've had I've had fake nails before. I I got the last night. Well, it's been. Almost twenty years. The last time I got fake nails was for prom, and I Whoa. played I played ultimate frisbee the day before prom, and I broke three of them, and I gashed the side of my nose. Oh my god! <laughs> oh okay, my god. I think Brandy, you're like you, an infant. I think you maybe need to you can mittens. try it again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. There, there could be a pickup game tomorrow. We don't know. <laughs> don't play ultimate frisbee in your. Fa- I will say it does impede your ability to play ultimate frisbee. 
I'm not going to lie. These Love things ultimate. impede a lot. I can't even open a soda can without being like, fuck, 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 fuck. Like every yeah. time. Yeah. The super long ones, I'm always like shocked at how, like, how do you do anything? Yeah. I don't understand. Like some people that have those like crazy long nails, like mm-hmm. they look cool, but I'm like, there's no... There is there is no way in this planet that I wouldn't gouge my eye out. Like there's just no way. I think that's what makes it kind of a baller ass move though, because it's like here, <laughs> you guys do shit for me. Kind of, yeah. Where yeah. it's like I can I can do this because I don't have to do anything. I think yeah. you adjust to you just adjust to it, like because mm-hmm. they end up still using the pads of your fingers, but you're just like doing it in a different way. That's yeah. true. Yeah. That's I just true. like every time my nails get past like the tip of my finger, I just constantly tear like they. They get dirt underneath of them constantly. Are there people that just, that just don't get dirty? Am I just a person? Am I just a dirty person? I mean, I, I wash dirt. I, wa- I wash under my nails. I mean, I yeah. do. I do all the time, but I feel like I'm like I never. I'm not. No, like, it happens very fast. Yeah, yeah that's what, when fast. I put on fake ones, that's what I notice too. Yeah, yeah I'm just constantly like, oh god, that's gross, gross, okay. gross, gross. I actually yeah. have a trick. Have a toothbrush. Dip that mm-hmm. in rubbing oh, alcohol, and then you mm-hmm. just use that to brush out. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So hot tip, hot tip. So what I'm hearing is get a tiny holster, mm-hmm. a tiny holster with a toothbrush and rubbing alcohol in it. Exactly. Yes. And just use it constantly on yes. myself because that's yeah. what it feels like I need to do. Okay. Whatever okay, you cool. have to do for vanity. Yep. In All fact, right. w- make sure that you do it in the green room when you have a bunch of dudes around so you could just do it as a power play to be like, this is what comedy's turning into. <laughs> cool. I have to have nice hands now. <laughs> what, is this what the world is? <laughs> okay, Valerie, for here or to go? Oh. Um, <laughs> I like that this one, you're I'm like, oh, more shit. thought into this one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Far more thought. I was like, <laughs> the, yeah, the last one, I was like, money. Next. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so for the, oh, oh I, Listen, as much as I love eating food at home, I love eating in a restaurant. I I love it so much. I love, I yeah, for here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's like unequivocally the right answer. I mean, unless <laughs> yeah. it's a pandemic and you can't and all that stuff. But well, that's the thing. It's like I missed done it enough that so to much. go. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I yeah. will say for you know, like I'm I'm visiting with family right now, and we had a you know last night was like the constant debate. Where, what are we eating? Where are we eating? Mm-hmm. When is yeah. it happening? How many people are coming? And I was like, I'm making dinner. And I was just like, I put a, str- a line down because I was like, I'm not dealing with 10 of us attempting yeah. to go to a restaurant yeah. together. I can't handle this. Like, I know. I'm not. So I think like over, I think like six or less people, you're fine. But over mm-hmm. that, I'm like, I don't want to deal well, with Well, yeah, because this. anything over six, you know, anywhere you go, you're going to be kind of like unwelcome news. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no one wants you there. Yeah. No, no one wants an eight top walking in randomly in no. the middle of their shift. Like, yep, yep. And then everyone's splitting the check and just all that shit. But I know I, I'm, think- I, I do appreciate restaurants even more now that I, you know, yeah. I miss them for so long. Yeah. Is Valentine's think- Day a good day or a bad day for waiters? Like, is that a, oh, a good, good money night or a bad money I, night? That's interesting. I think it's probably just bad because it's just so busy and annoying, I'm guessing. Yeah. And it's a lot of like you're dealing with – first of all, it's it's bad for your mental health because right. it's like yeah. – it's a lot of people that never go out. And yeah. so it's like the one where it's like, i got to take the wife out or she's yeah. going to be pissed, you know? And it's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. It's like a lot of that, and it's it's also like usually a prefix menu, and it's like mm-hmm. stuff they don't normally have that they're just kind of like pushing out as fast as they can, and then yeah. they always over they always over schedule rev- reservations because they know people won't show, right. and it's like mm-hmm. it's just it's it's so it's so let's say yeah the stress is probably not worth the like 
a few the extra tips or whatever. No. And yeah, it's amateur. It feels like amateur. Yes. Mm. I will say it's like whatever. bartending during St. Patrick's Day. It's right. like it's, it's no. a bad thing for everyone. And St. Yeah. Patrick's Day, I will say is it is hell. I worked at an English bar which in LA people use as an Irish bar, you know what I mean? Like right. it was a hot St. Patrick's Day place and it would be like mm. actually like Oh God, Dante's seventh level of hell kind of <laughs> shit. Like you, I oh, mean, yeah. you would you would leave five years older that night, you know? <laughs> yep. But yeah, you would make just like an ass load of money. And then for like the whole last four hours of our shift, we would also be drunk. So you would kind of just come to with $600 in your wallet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's pretty fun. Yep. Yeah, I, Valentine's Day, like, I guess we celebrate. I mean, I don't know. It's yeah. just such a weird... You we did a like... prefix last night. I loved it. <laughs> you did? You went to a restaurant? Oh, well, yeah, absolutely. We always do. Always. <laughs> I just can't. Ugh. I just yeah. don't see the appeal. It was, know. I mean, honestly, it was our favorite restaurant, and they, they did a prefix, but I feel like they did the reservations the proper amount. Nobody seemed crazy stressed or anything. Everything ran really smoothly. Yeah. I am getting taken out to dinner on Valentine's Day. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm not, yeah. I mean, that, Barb, were you surprised by that? <laughs> I will say the Magic Castle was a perfect amount of shit show last night. That sounds amazing. Mm. Uh, There was a lot of like drunk drunk couples on the verge of fights, then watching magicians happen. It was uh, pretty, pretty fucking amazing. The only thing I could hope is that maybe by accident, some dude brings her to Magic Castle, not knowing that she used to date one of the magicians. (laughs) Fucking let it ride. I wish. Uh, There was one couple that was so drunk, they fucked up a magician's trick. Oh my God, um, really? Yeah, it was. Yeah, so it was a guy that he had like it was a it was he was like kind of green magician. So he like it was it was a late show too. So he was like not handling the drunk of it all very well. And an open micer magician. Oh, it was it was like we were both sitting in the back, just like oh man, what's about to happen? This is crazy. And he like see he had a girl pick a card. And then he had these four cans of soup that like the card was gonna be in one of these cans of soup. And whatever he did, he fucked up the he like screws it into the bottom of the of the soup can and like you don't know which one it's gonna be in and then whatever. But then he like couldn't get the bottom open. And then the the guy and the this couple were both on stage and the girl was like, Let me try it. And then she took the can from him and was trying to open the oh my can. God. No. And then the guy was like Hold on, give it to me. So the guy took the cans and he was what? trying to, and not like the guy just screwed the can on way too tight and he just like couldn't get it open. And then he just was like, Well, that's an anticlimactic end to that trick. Let's move on to the next one. And oh then, no. And then the couple went back out into the audience, but the guy took the can with him and he kept trying to like half of the audience is watching this man trying to open this like can in the back. And then halfway through the the last trick, he goes, Cans open. It's <laughs> It's your card. And he like holds up the card. And the magician's just like, oh my God. Oh it my was God. just like watching it happen. I was like, oh, the performer in me is losing my mind right now. <laughs> oh God. I'd never seen yeah. like I'd never seen a joke like fuck up or a, a magic trick fuck up like that before. It was amazing. Wow. <laughs> Oh, yeah. God. That's impressive. That is really funny. I feel like in yeah. general, they kind of keep people in line at the Magic Castle. Yeah. No, they really yeah. do. It, this was just like, uh, it was the very last like late show of the night, and he didn't, uh, it was, yeah, it was a green guy that just didn't know how to handle the crowd. Like, mm. I'm, I'm, in, it, it was an interesting, like, watching a magician control a room, because it's the same as we do with like crowd work and you need to be in control, but this guy just didn't have that yet, but he had good tricks. 
or you know this one fucked up but he didn't know how to stay in control and keep this like weird couple the woman was like russian and she was like oh that's my card like it was just very like very dismissive of his magic to begin with (laughs) asshole it was it was a hell of a thing to watch that is so (laughs) funny man i'm just trying to imagine in in the audience of any show someone sitting there and trying to open a jar because you would all be you would all be watching you would all be watching this person try to open a jar like that is going to take your attention (laughs) oh god yeah yeah that feels like one of those like when you have server nightmares it feels Mm -hmm. like that like that poor dude is gonna have nightmares about that for the rest of his life. Oh yeah, that trick's been retired. Yeah. He won't be I, using that. Or yeah, it's like yeah. he certainly yeah. learned this lesson, I guess, with it probably. But yeah. Damn. yeah, 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 for sure. It was crazy. <laughs> okay, Valerie. Yeah, sports or politics? <laughs> Woof. <laughs> Man, the hard hitting questions. <laughs> We're bringing them on, lady to lady. Very um, broad. <laughs> e- okay, even though I have a Red Sox tattoo on my wrist. That's so I'm cool going, uh, I, it's far too big. The, the woman was terrifying that did it. So I didn't stop her. Um, <laughs> the, <laughs> I'm not kidding. When I got it done, I literally, when I was back home in Boston and it was supposed to be the size of like my thumbnail. Like it was literally supposed to be small. Yeah. And then she didn't even, you know, normally they, they'll like outline it yeah, to make the, sure it's like, yeah, yeah, no, she just went in with the needle and, and I was like, whoa, 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 it's not supposed to be that big. She didn't even look me in the eye. And she goes, yeah, I can't draw it that small. And then just oh. kept going. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. That yeah, is yeah. like not how that is supposed to go at all. If no, he was like, if you had all. said something, she would have just taken the B and turned it to say the word bitch. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Yikes. So um, so with that, I am going to choose politics. <laughs> you don't have a politics tattoo? Uh, <laughs> can't even imagine. Oh, my God. No, but I I have become such a, such a news junkie over the last few years. Like, I never – I, like, mildly paid attention. And then with a lot of people with Trump, they kind of just bit, were, like, all of a sudden – lit on fire and it was like I couldn't stop consuming media and reading and like I yeah I never I I'm uh, I can't stop now like I wake up and I'm immediately doom scrolling and just like going through everything and I can't stop was there any difference after Trump left office did you feel like you could breathe a little bit after he left I did but I'm also even more frustrated now just because it's like we keep getting it's like we keep we keep catching the pass and then just standing there without throwing the ball. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, to, to go to a sports analogy. I, yeah. Hey. Yeah, to, to, to really bring it all together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but it is, it's so frustrating because it's like we keep having these positions where we're finally, it's like, we. how do we have control of both the House and the Senate and the presidency and we can't get a damn thing passed? Like, I it's, know. Oh, it's because, it's because we've chosen money over integrity. Oh, hey. okay. I would say, much like the Boston Red Sox. (laughs) Whoa! Whoa! Oh, Oh, shit. That's it. I'm going to dox you to all the fucking road dogs, Brandy. (laughs) Telling them all where you live. (laughs) No, I mean, obviously, you, yeah, you can't have your head under a rock. You need to be aware of stuff, but it's also like you can't change most bad things so you're like i think to me i'm i just try to focus on things i actually can assist with on the in a personal local level and it's like all right this is what i can do yeah i mean i think a big part of it too is for me personally has been eliminating 
eliminating the scrolling from the doom scrolling. Like, I try yes, to get yeah, my media yes. from, like, literally latimes.com, newyorktimes.com, because then it's like, okay, I, I'm read up on what's going on, because the other one is just an infinite refrigerator that yeah. keeps having food in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I definitely, I I barely, I don't know what happened, but some now, when I updated the iOS on my phone, for some reason now my Facebook notifications, I'm not getting the bubble anymore. So I won't even know that I have anything on there until I physically go into the app, which to be honest has been a blessing in disguise because I'm not checking it nearly as as often. I was going to say, first of all, get 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 that one off your phone. Get rid of the yeah. get get the Facebook off the yeah. <laughs> Keep your I messenger. Know. Get rid of the Facebook. <laughs> That's what I did. I yeah, I don't yeah. I don't have Facebook on my phone and Twitter. Mm-hmm. I signed out of. So I feel like a float. I feel like kind of a weird like on a weird floaty in the middle of the ocean. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I'll just check in and be like, "Whoa, fuck!" Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it sucks too, because like you know, like we're all in this industry, and if I could delete all my social media tomorrow, I, I would. It would. Oh my god, yeah. the sweet, sweet freedom. Yeah. And like, but we can't. And it sucks that we're just like, yeah, we're just beholden to this beast of a thing that that we've created, and it sucks. That more than like almost any other aspect of like having a lot of money or any kind of like fame is so appealing to me. The idea of like having someone who just I like, could give my Twitter to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're be- like, here's a joke. Yeah, just just put that out there. Yeah, I'm not gonna look. Yeah, because when you are like just a one woman show and like doing the hustle, you do have to be the one in there Uh, doing the comments and the notifications. And we're all Dick Van Dyke in Mary Poppins, basically. Yeah, with like the one that right, he's the one man band in that Uh, with like yeah. 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 When you said Dick Van Dyke, and then you. And then you immediately was starting to say Mary, and I was waiting for you to say Tyler Moore, and then you oh, said Bob. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what are we referencing? And then I was like, oh, okay, got it. Like, I'm just imagining we're all doing that, like Twitter, Instagram, and then like the top hat with Facebook or whatever the, you know. <laughs> you know? And then it's like, if, yeah. and then it's like every six months to a year, a new social media app drops, and you're just like, I am exhausted. I don't. <laughs> I can't you start do with this. The squats too, and mm-hmm. the, I yeah. know. Ugh. Yep. 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 We're tired. <laughs> We're just tired. We're tired. We have to. T- we have- we have to take a break. We're tired. We'll be right back. We're tired. <laughs> We're back on Lady to Lady. I'm Babs. I'm Brandy. I'm Tess. I'm Valerie. And we're going to do lady problems. If you have one, you know what to do. You can send it to us in written form at ladytoladycomedy at gmail.com or you can give us a phone call at 323 It sounds kind of like a pinball. Mm-hmm. I literally pinball was going to say I'm getting music. strong Tron vibes from this. <laughs> thank you. Ooh, thank you. <laughs> Hi, uh, long time listener. Love your guys' show. My name's Joe. Um, just need some advice in reference to coping and just making preparations. Um, 
over the last year, I've went through, like, a separation with a partner that was pretty hard and um, just lost a lot of friends, financial things and stuff surrounding that. And then lost a close grandpa close to me back in November. Um, that was hard to get through as well. And I brought in a lot of new coping mechanisms in my life. Yesterday, my young um, 55-year-old mother got diagnosed with a very late um, stage lung and brain cancer. And even with the coping mechanisms, I've tried putting it over the last year. I just I don't know what else to add to get me through this period. I just know um, some of the things they had are going to be scary or just things to prepare for over these um, next few months. Um, if you just have any advice of you know, things to cope, I already signed up for therapy, um, but I just don't know anything additional that could help bring some peace to my life you know, during this next time period. Oh, honey, I'm so sorry. First of all, I can just tell by your voice and how you just seem like a really sweet, genuine, awesome, resilient person. Like that really comes off just even in hearing you. Yeah. And I'm really, really sorry that this is all happening. First of all, like my heart just really goes out to you. Yep. And like it says a lot about your character too because a lot of people that are dealing with – I mean, that's a lot of stuff on your plate all at yeah. once. Even mm-hmm. one of those things is is awful, but then compiling everything on and like the fact that you're actually reaching out to find coping mechanisms rather than just spiraling and, and taking mm-hmm. it out on other people in your life and things like, I mean, truly like you are such a strong person to try to find a way to move through it rather than, mm-hmm. you know, kind of making it even worse. And I actually... So this, so this past week or two weeks ago, my mom had surgery and uh, she had a heart attack, which was really scary. And I was spiraling and dealing with all of that. And um, a friend of mine gave me a piece of advice that was really helpful because I think when you're dealing with a lot of that stuff, it's easy to feel like you don't deserve any happiness during mm-hmm. it. It's, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? You kind of like yeah. you feel guilty for feeling anything positive and what she had said to me was that it's an endurance run and that your job is to meet other people where they are and that, you know, other people's well-being doesn't mean that you're not allowed to still have fun at times and take care of yourself. You know, you just, you kind of got to make sure that you're focusing on what's in the moment and not all the other things that could happen. You kind of just need mm-hmm. to prioritize what's happening right now. And I think that, you know, you'll be, you'll, you'll be able to move through it. And, you know, I'm sure you have other people in your life that, can be there for you too and don't be afraid to lean on them Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and like don't there is no like just yeah try not to moralize your behavior or what you're going through in any way and like it's so awesome that you are looking for these healthy coping mechanisms but I know for myself like when I get really like stressed or anxious or sad like I kind of just need to like sometimes just take a long nap in the middle of the day and it's like that's Mm -hmm. fine like if you you know what I mean like that's whatever you need to do you're going through like really extraordinary situation and like whatever yeah. it means to survive and just get through the end of the day and take mm-hmm. care of yourself and get through, just do it. Just give yourself absolutely everything that you need and don't feel bad about it. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, re- I too, even like during COVID, some of the things that I would realize that would help me cope were like things that I, I tried to think back to when I was a kid and things that brought me joy when I was a kid and tried to kind of like go back to that a little bit. Like even something as silly as like, I forgot how much I love old Nintendo games. So I got one of those like silly NES classics and I've been like playing a ton of like Dr. Mario and like silly shit. But it's like for that time, because you're focusing on that specifically and you're not focusing on everything else, it kind of allows your body to kind of decompress and your brain to decompress a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to give yourself little breaks and, and everything is, is so important. And like mm-hmm. it's, man, ooh, it's hard. I mean, my my mom passed away, eight, it'll be eight years Two days from now. Two days from now, it'll be eight years, actually, which is weird. (laughs) I always forget Valentine's Day. That's what that means. Yeah. Uh, And it's like, it gets easier. Going through it is so shitty and difficult. But, like, you, you find out who cares about you. And you find out, like, what matters to you. And, like, I think it's really important to also just, like, when you're in it, you don't see this. But grief is the is the exact is the emotional opposite of love and like you only grieve what you do love and when you get through it there is gratitude on the other side because of that grief because it means that you did have a connection that meant that much to you and that doesn't help in the moment but that it's 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 a it's a wisdom that is is a fucked up wisdom to learn but you the only way you get it is going through it mm-hmm. you know and i mean it's oh god uh, i am so sorry that you're going through this right now and i think you're doing all the right things seeing a therapist i mean i remember when mom my mom got sick it was like i immediately was like i need to talk to somebody now because i can't let everything go mm-hmm. and you're you're doing all the right things and that doesn't mean that it's not going to hurt you know it it is and I'm, I'm i'm sorry yeah i mean i don't think anything can like truly prepare you for no for that yeah. and for what mm-hmm. you're going to experience but you are at least it sounds like putting yourself in mm-hmm. the the a good space to support yourself during yes. it and that's like you know what's yeah. important um yeah. and as far as like you know what to do i mean i haven't gone through this specifically mm-hmm. but i have been thinking about this as you know my parents mm-hmm. get older and and my my grandmother gets older um just about what I want to try and make sure that I do or capture. And, you know, I, I honestly, like I record things with my phone, you know, cause mm-hmm. people don't, uh, my family hates video. Like everyone gets so weird when there's any yeah. kind of video, but I just kind of set the recorder on sometimes when we're having a conversation and, you know, cause that's mm-hmm. just for me. It's like, I can just hear that later. And I feel like people yeah. are comfortable or, you know, so I think like if there's anything you want to talk to her about, any like stories that you want to make sure that you have, mm-hmm. I would maybe try to do that and just kind of like, you know, talk to her about things that you want to make sure you're preserving and you can maybe record them or just talk or just do it so you, you know, have that conversation. But for sure, if you're looking for any stuff like that, that might be something to do. Yeah, I have a, vo- I have a voicemail for my mom saying, telling me happy birthday and it like means the world i haven't listened to it even in years but just knowing that Mm -hmm. i do have it goes a long way yeah one of the things when my grandmother um she she passed away a few years ago but she lived to be 98 oh wow yeah and she was like the total matriarch of our family and so she knew so much of the family history that just no one else knew and like right and so um she would get down with my aunt 
um, in the last, like of like a couple years before kind of her mind started to go a little bit, she would, um, sit down with my aunt and record just, just not even my aunt, just my grandmother's talking into a recorder mm-hmm. with a lot of the family history. Mm-hmm. And like my grandmother was a really big musician and she would, uh, she was an amazing piano player. And so I have like, and my aunt at some point put this all together on like, uh, on a CD for everybody. And so we have like a couple hours of my grandmother just talking about like family stuff and like her playing piano and like little things that it's just like, like even now it like gets me like talking about Mm -hmm. it because I like, I remember I found it because it was on a disc and I was terrified that I lost it because I had never been able to transfer it to another form of media. Mm -hmm. And then finally getting it and like being able to listen to it again. It was just like, it's, you know, it, it makes, it makes me cry still, but it's also like, it's, it's like the hug that you wish you could have gotten, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone's voice is so, obviously there's that physical thing about being around them, but like, yeah. especially when you don't, you know, if you talk to your family more than see them or whatever it is, like mm-hmm. having someone's voice like preserved, I think is like so nice and important. That's a really good yeah. tip. That's a really yeah. good tip. Yeah, I mean, and I think just, I mean, for me personally, I don't think this is true for necessarily everyone, but um, I found like during times where I've had to go through something really difficult, you know, that I process things really physically. So Mm -hmm. for me, like, it's very cathartic and very helpful to like work out really, really hard because I found that like doing that sort of trains me kind of like on a mental and emotional level just to be okay with being in, in pain kind of like, I, I think the more, if I can go on like a really hard, like just learning how to like, kind of like sit in it and just live with it and like, kind of just be okay with it. Um, I have found has been really helpful to me in like processing difficult things. Um, yeah. And just blowing that energy off too. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, just I, and you sounds like you were working with coping mechanisms. So like you probably aren't doing this, but like try to not isolate, and try to not just like sit like inert like it yeah going going even if it's like just going for a walk or you know seeing a friend and being like hey i want to go to coffee with a couple people i don't even want to talk i just need to be around people you know yep. just completely you know definitely don't don't isolate and don't like you know keep keep moving you know this is going to sound silly but shower every day because no, I know when I'm when I'm really depressed, I like to just wallow and sit in it and stay in the same pair of uh, sweatpants for three days. So, like, just you know, treat your treat yourself to showing up for yourself every day, and make sure that like you know you're taking care of yourself in that capacity too. Because if you're not putting everything, you know, if you're not doing the work on yourself too, it's going to be really hard for you to show up for other people. Mm-hmm. And so, like, make sure that you're you know doing that as well. Yeah, I think it's like an important reminder. And, you know, I don't do this all the time, but I think I try to remember, oh, I need to remember to love myself and treat myself the way that the person that I love would want me to. And even if you can't do it for yourself in that moment because you're so depressed, sometimes that can be the difference in like, okay, they they loved me. Let me push myself to, to do this thing that would make them happy that I did, you know, mm-hmm. and yep. that can be the difference sometimes. And I think like, I don't know, you know, what your personality type is, if you like to like have a project or something, but you know, I'm kind of like that way, like I get like, Mm -hmm. into like, how can I help in a certain way? And, you know, maybe there's something about, you know, I don't know how you if you have contacts with your, your mom's friends, but 
you know, collecting messages from people to give to her. You know, if everyone set, records himself saying, hi, I love you or something and sends it to you and you can give it to her, that could be something mm-hmm. nice for you to work on. And just, you know, seeing – I think one of the amazing things about when someone you love like is going through this, you really get to see not only like – you get to see the people in their life who you might not know that well who really love them, you know. And so mm-hmm. kind of just getting to see them through other people's eyes can be really cool too. So if you're up for something like that, you know, that could be like a nice thing to do for her while she's going through this, too. Yeah. Yeah. But and good luck. You know, yeah. sorry. But- oh, I, I also just want to say I'm not sure you haven't said anything about how like she is processing this as well. And to, no matter however she is, um, the way that you do is is separate from her, too. You know, like if, if she is, you know, uh, like. I, I like my mom like uh she didn't want to go outside for the last year and a half she just like felt it felt it was too painful for her to be outside because it reminded her of all the time she wouldn't be able to in the future so and and i i took that very personally for a long time because i was like no i want to go outside with you fuck you and it it really was like an important lesson to be like oh no that is about you and that has nothing to do with me and i think that can be very hard but like make learning that connection was very very helpful to me to be able to distance like because she you know, she's going through a lot in her own way and I can't even understand what that is. But all you have control of is what you have control of. Yeah. Yeah. I think anytime somebody has to face their own mortality, mm-hmm. it, it's kind of, they, they, you know, people lash out and, yeah. and, and react in different ways just because they're, tr- they're, they're also trying to like mm-hmm. wrap their heads around it and understand it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. But we love you. And, and you will get through you know, this. You will. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, even just the four of us, like we all have come from different places and different stories, but like, this is a great reminder that you're not alone mm-hmm. and that people go through this stuff all the time and that, you know, let the people, let the people around you know that you're hurting and that you need them there for you, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's okay to step back from work and from other stuff. Like just make sure you're taking care of yourself. Yeah. Love you, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, should we do one more? Yeah. Hi, ladies, longtime listener, first-time caller, just finished the last episode where you all went into your different tactics for not getting pee on your butt when you're peeing in a public toilet, and I cannot believe you don't know this, Ryan, so I thought I'd share it to you and all of the ladies. If you're going to hover, lift the cover. We ridicule men for peeing on the seats, but we have a system in place where we don't have to pee on the seats either, and I guarantee you that if you lift up the toilet seat, you won't pee on it, you won't get pee on you, and you won't chicken out and sit down halfway through. Love you all. Bye. Well, that is just really, really, really good advice. That is just... Yes. Yes. <laughs> not, a, not a problem, per se, but a solution to many a, a lady's problem. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. and um, I absolutely am a cover lifter. I think sometimes... Mm-hmm. And I leave the cover up. I, I should probably should kick it back down after I lift it. But this is absolutely true. If you're going to hover anyway, you don't need the cover. Mm-hmm. I just want to put it out there and say that I'm a savage and I sit down every time. I do not <laughs> ever you, hover. We got Thank two you. savages I, in the house. Respect. Yeah, I, respect. Listen, I just want, and I just want to put it out there. Your girl hasn't had COVID yet. So looks like my immune system is doing just fine. That's what I'm saying. I said I'm full cheek. I don't care. I'm fu- yep. I'm not. Nothing's happened to me. I, yep. I'll do a courtesy a wipe ass. around to make sure that there isn't of a bunch course. of stuff on the seat. Like I'll, you know, but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's okay. It's, it's okay. Of course. Listen to the cover feels 
Lifting the cover feels grosser to me. It feels like you're closer to like grosser mm-hmm. things with that. I can't. But you use a out. you get a piece of toilet paper to pop it up. I use my foot. But I'm saying, no. the, what's on that cover? What's beneath on that? Limb oh, girl, what lies beneath is there? Whether the cover is up or down, that's still in prox- close proximity. But it's closer to you with the cover up. <laughs> okay, can I tell you something really gross that happened to me recently? Please. Mm-hmm. Um, I have sat in another person's shit twice now. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, yeah. No, but listen. No, but listen. It's uh, this is what happened. So I know. Yeah, you're welcome, everyone. Let's wait. This is the second. You're telling us about the second time or the first time. This is the second. I'm going to tell you both because they're two seconds. They're great. They're both. The first one was because I was staying at a comedy condo and I should have looked before. I. Oh, Um, number one. Number two. Yep. You should tell everyone a comedy condo. What a comedy condo is when is. Oh, yeah, you're right. Is the place that when you go to a club, it's like the. It's the apartment that they have for the out-of-town comedians. Mm-hmm. And, and they're, they're just generally like dungeons. Pretty nasty. Anyway. Disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. They're just a single man. Them- if you can think of a bunch of traveling single men, that's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so there was that. And then the other time was I was at... Um, I was doing shows in Austin at a venue. And somebody... I, like... I like went, I like sat down, peed and got up and I turned around to go to flush it. And I saw, I guess I didn't technically sit in it, but I was very close to it was, um, somebody had shit in between like the back of the toilet bowl and where the seat is. So like where the hinge of the seat is. And I was like, how did you even do that? Like, I don't, it doesn't make any sense, but I literally was like horrified. And I, Mm. did I take a photo? Cause I knew no one would believe me. I did. (laughs) Of course. Of course you did. Yep. So I have oh. a picture of a stranger's shit on my. <laughs> oh my god. Oh gosh, so close. Oh, this is yeah, what I gross. mean when I say I think female comics are like we're the most disgusting people. Like I think like <laughs> <laughs> pretty gross. I mean, yeah, a lady's yeah. a lady's restroom is not the clean thing that people think it no. is sometimes. No, women well, I mean, are way worse. Yes. It's like. You know what it is too? It's because I think the reason why we're worse is because dudes are peeing and they're not using toilet paper. Yeah. So there really isn't anything to be tossed about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where with women, there's always just tons and tons of paper all over the floor, all over, you know, just, it's just, it's gross. It's so awful. And okay. Can we do away with automatic toilets that automatically flush yes. with buttons mm-hmm. that are so like, you have to like push all the way i'm like yeah i can't get my fucking finger no. in there Mm-mm. and i like it's like i don't why do i need to put my finger in a tiny glory Nor hole should you have to be to. able to flush this yeah. fucking toilet no, absolutely we, not. we're all okay with the handle that's what a foot is yeah, for. yeah that's the, I, everything yeah. should yeah. be foot doable with your foot keep it mm. on the foot because you know if shoes are disgusting anyway it is what it is i will say yep. i mean because i go into the men's bathroom because you know everyone should be able to go into whatever bathroom like whatever you yeah. know who gets the and uh absolutely we're neck and neck with the men. They are, yeah. we are no, we might be grosser. The women's bathroom yeah. might be grosser. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 No good. We no have more good. trauma to endure. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that Babs's Wi Fi has been out for like a few seconds and then all of a sudden she just drops that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's, 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 uh, it's true. It's true, though. It's true. Yeah, um, fully true. Well, well, Valerie, Valerie where, where can we find you and your poopy butt <laughs> on the internet? 
Oh my God! This is this is how I'm going to be remembered. Uh, <laughs> so you can find me on Twitter, Instagram at Valerie underscore Tossie. It's the same handle for TikTok, but I have done nothing with it. So it, someday there'll be things on there. Um, and my uh, my album just came out. It's Beach Trash. It uh, just dropped. It came out number one on iTunes. Uh, so I get to unseat Bo Burnham for like a couple hours. <laughs> And, um, yeah, so that's available now everywhere. So, uh, go find it. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You guys go buy Valerie's album. She's so funny and amazing. And thank you so much for hanging out with us. Yeah. This was great. Thanks for having me. Yay. Talk to you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye y'all. Three, two, three, six, but 30. It's six, but 30 somewhere. Hi ladies. Um, just wanted to start off by saying I am 110 days sober today. I just listened to your episode about the Meryl Streep Easter egg, about bad tattoos, and I knew I had a story to tell you guys. I um, went out to a bar and hooked up with a guy, and um, the next morning, he was like sports model hot, and the next morning when he got up and walked around my bed, I noticed that he had a thigh tattoo, and it said games with a Z, and the G was a Gatorade logo. And um yeah, that was a that was a real low point. So I'm glad that um I don't frequent bars anymore. And uh also wanna say, yes, the correct answer is that you should shower after a bath. Alright, bye. Hey ladies, I'm a new listener just catching up on old episodes and I just listened to your episode with Whitney Chitwood and oh my gosh, I've never felt so seen in my life. I've also never been able to burp. The few times that it's happened has been just an utter shock to me every time. And I just feel so validated that I'm not alone and that there's a whole community out there of other people who've never burped. Um, Also, my bee story is that one time a bee uh, flew up my shirt and stung me constantly. And I was like smacking at myself. And my mom was like yelling at me to cut it out because she thought I was being weird. Um, and then turns out there was a bee in my shirt and I was stung multiple times. So anyway, hope you guys are doing great. Love the show. Keep up the great work. Bye.